If you decided to listen to this week's message of Daxadeo Fichard Park, we know that Jesus has placed something on your heart. So let's dive in. So we are in the last week of our series, Love in Action, and we're speaking about this thing that Jesus loved the world. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son to the world. But we know that it doesn't stop there. We also know that this God who gave His Son Jesus to the world has now called us to be part of His plan in our city, to love our city. So I want to rephrase it and say, God so loved Bloemfontein that He gave the church to this city to love as He would love the city. When we look at our city, we see brokenness, we see pain. You don't have to drive very far to see the lostness and the brokenness and the pain of our city. And Jesus calls us as His followers to bring that that power of His love into our societies. And maybe you're asking yourself the question, Doxa, why are you so talking about the city all of the time? And I wanna quickly, before the rugby starts, I have a timer here, praise Jesus. I wanna quickly share with you the core of what we believe and how Doxa started as a movement, as a church. We love every church in our city and in our nation. But God has called us for a specific vision and purpose as He would call each specific church to do what they are called to do. So tonight I'm going to take you back to the beginning of Doxadeo. Are you ready? It all started in Matthew, uh, in Mark chapter 6, if you want to quickly um, turn there. Otherwise, just follow the screen with me. So just I'm going to give you a little context. What was happening here, Jesus and His disciples... They were preaching, they were ministering, they're doing miraculous things among the Jewish people. People got healed, people got delivered, people rose from the dead. And after a long, long time of ministry, Jesus looked at his disciples and said, guys, let's go to a, a place where it's quiet and nobody's there just to recuperate and rest for a while. Some of his disciples said in verse 31 of Mark chapter 6, that we haven't even got time to eat while we're ministering uh, to uh, the people. So they were going off on a boat, going to rest, recuperate. And as they landed on the shore, 5,000 people were already waiting for them. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? You just want to rest this weekend. And then there's a friend or a family member that says, I need your help. My life is falling apart. I have struggles. Have you ever experienced something like that? But what Jesus does in this instance is so beautiful. And I want to read you the first scripture, um, verse number 34 of Mark chapter 6. When Jesus landed and he saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. What does Jesus mean by the fact that these people, these 5,000 people were like sheep without a shepherd? Well, firstly, they were under Roman government rule. The Romans at that time destroyed the Jewish temple. They took the city of Jerusalem and now they were reigning with violence to keep them intact and loyal to Caesar. On the other hand, 
They had religious leaders, Pharisees, scribes, priests, who were forcing them to live according to the Mosaic law with no grace, and they even added laws to that. They taxed them for coming to the temple, so they were living under very unhealthy leadership, and Jesus looks at them and says, they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began teaching them. He began teaching them about the kingdom of God. What does that mean? It means Jesus spoke on the fact that God is a king. God is a leader who would not make you suffer, who would not persecute you in that way, but he's there for your benefit. He's a king who loves his people. He's a king who's present with his people. And Jesus had compassion on these people. What does the word compassion mean? It, it literally in the Greek has two meanings. The one is to feel the pain of someone up until the point where your intestine starts to hurt. And the other part of that word is, I'm so moved with the pain of other people that I can't stand it any longer. I need to do something. I need to be present and part of the solution. So Jesus spoke on the kingdom of God. He had such compassion. And can you imagine the relief when they heard that there's a king who actually is there for their benefit, to love them? So if you read some of the other gospels, you would see that at this time, Jesus was speaking on the kingdom of God for three days straight. And you are sometimes moaning about our 25-minute sermons here in Doxadaya. Just a joke. Jesus spoke three days, and his disciples came to him and said, Jesus, these people are hungry. Let's send them home. Look at their brilliant solution for the hunger of the people. Let's send them back to the cities, back to the places, so that they can eat and come back refreshed, and they will listen to you again. I love Jesus' response to his disciples. Do you want to know his answer? He answers them in this way. Verse 37. You give them something to eat. A bit of a sarcastic comment. How many times, friends, in the Christian church have we said that when we see the brokenness and the pain in our city, we send them home? Figure out it yourself. Then when you healed and you better, come back to the church. Because this is a place where everyone is perfect. No. Doxodeo as a church and movement started with this. Where Jesus gave not only his disciples this command, but each disciple living in this day and age. You feed them. <laughs> I mean, it's too big for us. If you think about the pain and brokenness in our city, it's large. It's, it's overwhelming to think that us as a small Doxarao family can do anything about the pain and the lostness and the brokenness in our city. And then Jesus said to his disciples, verse 38, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. When they find out, they said, Five loaves, two fishes. I don't know. It was brought on, obviously, by a little boy. I'm not sure if they gently took it out of 
the boy's possession out of his hands. His mother, obviously, is a brilliant mother. She thought about lunch. So I want to encourage you, if you come to church, bring something. You can't listen to the word with an empty stomach. Again, just a joke. Okay, I see you guys are already watching the game. It's fine. We're almost done. Almost done. They brought it to Jesus. What happened is he took the loaves, he took the fish, he prayed to his Father in heaven, and then what happened was he gave it back to his disciples, and they started breaking the fish and the bread, and they started handing it out. Where did the miracle take place? In the hands of Jesus or in the hands of the disciples? In the disciples. There were so many of, of bread and fish left that they actually kept 12 baskets left, obviously representing the 12 tribes of Israel, but also for them. What is Jesus saying here? He says, if you have compassion on the people of Bloemfontein, if you see the pain and the lostness and the brokenness, don't turn away. Don't look away. You feed them. With what? Two fishes, five loaves. Jesus is asking you, what's in your hand? What do you have? You see, in his hands, that will be enough. In his hands, that can multiply. If we look at our city, what is Jesus asking us? He's not asking you to give and to be someone you're not or to give something you don't have. He's actually just asking, what do you have? For some of us, it might not even be two fishes and five loaves. But every one of us has got time. We've got talents. We've got treasures. And all that Jesus is asking, if you want to really love the city, won't you just give a portion of that, your time, your talents, your treasure, to see his love become actionable in our city. Over the last few weeks, we've spoken about our generosity campaign as a church yearly, where we ask God, Lord, we don't want to be just in the church. We want to go out there in our city and make an impact. I mean, it's incredible to be church and to worship like this. Anyone, come on. This is incredible. I love pitching up here on a Sunday. I love pitching up on a Tuesday for our deeper cause where we speak about the word. But friends, this is not church. Church happens. Yes, we celebrate here. But church happens when you leave the building, when you walk into your classroom, when you walk into the brokenness of the streets of Bloom, when you walk into your family, and God is saying, will you trust me to make what you have a miracle so that my love can be present in the city? So as a Doxa family, we've got three churches in the city. Over the last three weeks, we've spoken on this and we asked people to contribute to our fund where we literally empower the processes that is running in our city. Our baby home, our Pizzo, where we take babies that was left 
by their mothers that were found on yeah, very dangerous places in our city. We take them in. We care for them. We, we create a space of safety for them. We have our tree process running in the schools of Bloom. We started with one youth worker in Fijar Park High. We're now present in 26 schools in our city where God has entrusted this family to bring His goodness and His grace. We only have capacity to serve 15 of those schools at the moment on a weekly basis and the others on an event-based kind of process. We would love to be involved in more schools. Just this week, we've been contacted again by schools who are saying, come, we need help. When we do pop-up, when we take people from the street, jobless, homeless, we bring them into a two weeks of life skills where we teach them the gospel of Jesus. We remind them that they have dignity, that they have, they carry the image of God. We set them up to be able to get a job. We help them to teach them a skill so that they can be in a job. Next year, we're actually going to venture in creating a, a bit of a lane or a path in our pop-up process where we want to help these people to start their own small businesses. These are incredible things. I can go on and on and on. You are involved in that. But as a family tonight, I just want us to celebrate the goodness of God. Over the last three weeks as a Doxa family, God has blessed us with, listen to this, over 800,000 rand for the next year in our generosity fund. It is so small if you compare it to the need in our city. But we celebrate that. Who gave that? You. Everyone bought their small little fish and bread and say, Lord, use that in the city of Bloom. So tonight is the last time I'm going to speak about it. So if you still want to contribute, you are so welcome. You see a debit order on your chair. And we want you to be part of it as we take the love of God to our city. But friend, tonight, as I end off, let's forget the money for a moment. What we desire for, a for us as a family is first and foremost that we would carry that heart of Jesus towards our city. You see, you can give all the money you want, but if your heart is not in a place of compassion, you've missed it. Won't you trust with me that Jesus will come tonight as he had compassion on a crowd. He was, he was supposed to have holiday, but he was moved with compassion. That's where Doxa started. God, break our heart for what breaks yours. I want to pray for you, and then we're going to end off this evening service. And next week, we're starting an incredible series on the book of 1 John, where we're going to preach verse by verse out of that book for five weeks. Incredible opportunity to get to know the Word. But tonight, can you trust God to make a shift in your own heart with regards to the city of Bloemfontein. Won't you stand with me? I want to pray for us.
and then we're going to end off so that you can quickly go and get your chipsticks for the rugby. <laughs> Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, as a church, we are so humbled by the fact that you loved us first. And God, I pray that you would come and drop in our hearts the compassion that you have for the city of Bloom. That we look at the babies that's abandoned in the city with a heart of compassion. We look at our schools, God, with a heart of compassion. We look at the poverty in our city with a heart of compassion, God. Won't you break our hearts tonight again for what is so important to you, Jesus? We submit ourselves, God. Use us. Take our little fish and bread. And we trust you that it will multiply in the years to come in our city. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. What a message. If you feel that someone would benefit from this, share it with them. We are all about family on mission.